0: Hey, what's up everybody, this is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. Let me get into this. This has been the week so far, the month or whatever, the year so far, of one Shannon Sharp. Right, Shannon Sharp is totally dominating uh, Media right now Sports media, independent media Whatever the hell you want to call it He's totally dominating Shannon Sharp just had an interview With Cat Williams That generated As the standalone interview In terms of the full interview This interview has about 41 million views As we're here talking to you 41 million views The second most watched interview In the history of of youtube if we look at the aggregate amount of views meaning the the full show plus the clips my estimation is that number is around 80 million it's unheard of absolutely unheard of and shannon sharp is really showing you what he can do when he's given some runway has a great team around him he could be himself be creative He's showing you that he could be the best in the business, or one of the best in the business. With him up there, and Pat McAfee, right? It's 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 astonishing. And as Shannon Sharp, and as, as and as we witness Shannon Sharp go through all of this success, and I'm looking at it and I'm seeing how well that he's doing, I can't help but thinking about Skip Bayless. Yes, Skip Bayless. It's, it's, it's incredible that we were bringing him up, right? It's like Skip Bayless. We forgot about Skip Bayless, but Skip Bayless. Still has a show. Now, why am I bringing up Skip Bayless? As you guys remember, <clears throat> Skip Bayless was the person that vouched for Shannon Sharp to come on Undisputed to host the show with him to be his co-host. I believe that show started in 2015, 16 or thereabout. Started a while ago. I think it was in 2015. I could be wrong. And they hosted the show for six years. And when they were there for the first few years, they got along Uh, uh, wonderfully on television, great show. I think they were averaging around 165,000 viewers a day on this show, and things seemed to be going well. But as time went on, you could begin to see uh, the cracks in their relationships. You could really see Skip Bayless kind of stretching his legs and showing who the A side of that partnership was. And as time went on, he started to disrespect Shannon Sharp on his show. Shannon also had his moments with Skip. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, be un, unfair. But Skip really started to disrespect his co-host to the point where it reached its boiling point last year. They had a they had a, a crazy um, um, altercation or, or uh, incident on television, and after that incident, we all knew that this relationship was going to be coming to a close uh, pretty soon. So what happened? The relationship ends. Shannon sharp believes the day after the NBA finals concluded and he became a free agent throughout the summer. We started hearing various rumors of Shannon sharp joining ESPN and blah, 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 blah. So what happens? The news drops that Shannon sharp is going to be making regular appearances on ESPN first take two days a week with Stephen a Smith. The moment that news dropped, it was like a total media frenzy the weekend. Before Shannon Sharp made his debut appearance on ESPN First Take, Club Shay Shay published the podcast with Stephen A. Smith as the guest. Within a two day window, a day and a half window, that interview generated about 1.8 million views. And it was at that moment we knew that this thing was going to be electrifying. Then Shannon made his debut on ESPN First Take, and the numbers were astronomical. Some days pulling over 900,000, 850,000 viewers. An audience size that was on certain days 8 to 10 times the size of his former show, Undisputed. Who, by the way, went on to replace Shannon Sharp with an ensemble cast of Michael Irvin, Keyshawn Johnson, Rachel Nichols at points, uh, Lil Wayne at various points, Richard Sherman at various points. Ever since the departure of Shannon Sharp from Undisputed, two things have happened. Undisputed has never reached the level that it was uh, since Shannon Sharp's departure in terms of his average daily viewers. And Shannon Sharp has shot into a totally different stratosphere. And at the time... We heard the news that Shannon Sharpe was going to be going to ESPN first take. I said it then, and I'm I'm going to reiterate it again. I said, if you are FS1, there is no way, let me repeat, there is no way on God's green earth that you let a talent like that walk out of the door. There's just no way. You cannot let someone like Shannon Sharp. You just cannot. But whatever reason, Hubris, maybe they felt beholden or or, or loyal. Excuse me, to Skip Bayless, who helped revive the network, because Skip did whatever the case was. They decided to let Shannon Sharp go, and I believe, from a personality standpoint, that has been the big. I think the biggest mistake in sports media history is undisputed letting Shannon Sharp go and become a free agent to then go over to the, their competitors, their direct competitors at ESPN First Take in the exact same time slot and let these guys totally dominate. Because Stephen A. Smith on the show with J.J. Reddick, Jay Williams, Kendrick Perkins, Chris Maddog, all of these guys, they were already getting double the views of Undisputed during the, t- during the same time slot. Quite literally, 365, 400,000 views. You get Shannon to go on there, and whenever Shannon makes an appearance on Undisputed, I mean, on ESPN First Take, it's an absolute joke. The views totally spike. And I'm beginning to wonder, (laughs) was Shannon being held back by being on Undisputed and having his partner at Skip I'm beginning to wonder that. Because now that we see Shannon have the full creative control to go out there and stretch his legs. He's really showing you what he's capable of. And I think that the number one thing that Shannon Sharp did, which was probably the smartest move he made, was to ensure that he he owned the rights or was able to walk away with Club Shay Shay. We're not even factoring that in. That was the single biggest move he has made. Because by being able to leave with club Shay Shay, he then put himself in a position, in a power position, to number one, negotiate a deal with the Volume Podcast Network, I think uh, being ran by Colin Coward, owned or ran whatever it is. And number two, he now put himself in a position to have an interview, like he did with Cat Williams, that goes viral, and he owns, I guess, the majority of it. So to me, Shane is sharp, if we're being totally honest with you is arguably one of the best businessmen business uh, men in terms of sports media personalities going. And it ain't really even close. It ain't even close. It ain't hollering Stephen A. It ain't him. It ain't him. It's Shannon Shaw. If we're talking about it from an independent standpoint, where somebody is not leveraging everything on it. See, Stephen A. Smith's success is highly leveraged upon the fact that he is on ESPN First Take. Five, six, seven days, 150 days a week. to, to I'm jesting with because he always jokes about this guy works 6,000 hours a week. Shannon Sharp is only on ESPN two, sometimes three times a week. But he's still able to pull in these gargantuan numbers off of ESPN on his other pla- platforms. Look at Nightcap with him in a man, uh, in a, uh, um, um, chad Cinco. that i think that platform is already at a million subscribers his other channel i think is at 2.5 club ch2 million 2.5 million whatever 2.4 million this is one man and then if you think about skip bayless he's nowhere to be seen or heard of no one even talks about his podcast nobody nobody not nobody so I think this was the single, let me repeat it, the single biggest mistake by FS1, by is to let Shanish. You, it. there's no arguing around it. If ESPN can find a way to keep Pat McAfee with him going at top executives, calling them out, there's no way you can convince me that they couldn't find If anything, if you didn't even want him to have a show, give him his own show. Give him his own show and just watch the guy work. He's the best in the business in my personal view. Him and Pat McAfee. And then everybody else comes after them. Him, Pat McAfee. Those are the two. And then everybody else comes behind them. That's just my personal view. I cannot believe they let this guy go. And do not be confused. It is not because of ESPN and Shannon Sharp is doing so well. It's because of Shannon Sharp. Do you know why I am saying this? Because there are a lot of people that go on ESPN first take that ain't doing nowhere near and will never do what this dude is doing. Let's not boil it down and distill it down to that. Shannon Sharp is the big leagues. I was recently listening to Patrick, but David yesterday on value team and shout out to Patrick, but David, I don't know him, obviously. Uh, I don't agree with everything that he says. I agree with some of the stuff that he says. I used to follow him for his business content. Some of his views. I agree with this. It doesn't matter but because he makes excellent content. But anyway, he was talking about arguing. Uh, they were discussing the, the, what is it? The Pat McAfee uh, back and forth or whatever. And he was saying that ESPN is not the big leagues. Pat McAfee is the big leagues. I believe what he's talking about. I think he's looking at the trend, trend going into the future these guys are going to be the trailblazers moving forward and you can see it and these guys are doing it without those networks they were already big time already pat mcafee i believe had a five-year 120 million dollar deal with FanDuel. more than he's getting paid by espn with FanDuel than not have the platform that espn has in the exposure so i think pat mcafee traded off some money for more exposure shannon sharp man how they let him go is unbeknownst to me total total blunder now if you're enjoying this show be sure to follow us on facebook at dreamers pro Official, instagram at dreamers pro and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show now let's continue to the next segment let me get into this uh, uh topic here as you guys know um stephen a smith uh went on his show a number of weeks ago to do no number about a week or so ago to do a, a segment responding to Allen Iverson, basically having Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant as the two best players, for whatever reason he disagreed, he went on his show, he put out his 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 opinions there. Then what happened? Uh, Rashard McCamp from Gil's Arena, one of the panelists from Gil's Arena, he gets away for those comments. And he decides to fire back at Stephen A. Smith, saying, "Bro, what? what like, what, did Kobe already gone, man. Like, let let, let let him let him live." And blah blah blah. So he goes back at uh, at Stephen A. Smith, and then Stephen A. Smith, in typical Stephen A. Smith fashion, gets on his show. You don't know what the hell you're talking about, cussing up a storm or whatever, whatever, whatever. Then he invites on Shaq, and then Shaquille O'Neal joins the show. Shaquille O'Neal comes on, and Shaq basically said. First of all, I agree with Rashard McCann, number one. Number two, there I, it, there's no sensible GOAT debate if you're not mentioning Michael, uh, Kobe Bryant. He say if you're going to mention LeBron James, Michael Jordan, you mentioned Kobe Bryant. That's what Shaq said, and he pushed back on, right? And maybe Stephen A. Smith wasn't expecting that answer, but that's the answer uh, that uh, Shaq gave him. <clears throat> so what happens? Yesterday... Going through the internet, I see like a headline talking about uh, with the thumbnail, you see Rashard McCann. Gill's Arena fires back or responds back to Stephen A. Smith. And I'm like, hmm, it's going to be pretty interesting. So I'm watching. They're talking about a few other things. And then it gets to the part where they give Rashard McCann the floor to basically express his views on what Stephen A. Smith had to say to his comments so for those of you who didn't hear what Rashard McCann had to say want to play what he had to say in its entirety responding to Stephen A. Smith and then we'll come back and continue on the show take a listen to what Rashard McCann had to say there the
1: floor is yours what's your response to Mr. Smith I accept your apology (laughs) clear as day (laughs) you know I didn't need Shaq to go do that but I appreciate my brother Shaq stepping because I guess it was only two people that it struck a chord with out of all the 5,000 players that ever watched Kobe Bryant play, me and Shaq feel some type of way. And that's unfortunate, but I know a lot of people can't say what they really feel when it comes down to a Kobe Bryant, because he's not here no more. And he didn't really with a lot of people. So a lot of people are not going to come to his defense, but that's my brother in blood. Like, that's my man's. So it is kind of personal for me and the family and his children and to hear anything negative come out of anybody's mouth when referring to him when he's, when he's passed, it should be nothing but positivity because he has people coming after him. So it's like, if that wasn't the case and Kobe was still here, it's, free, it's fair game. It's fair game, because Kobe can re- defend himself. But if I gotta step up and be the guy, the guy no one likes, the guy everybody thinks is this and that, he shouldn't be talking. Well, here I am, talking about Kobe, protecting his name and his legacy. Because at the end of the day, you only want positive things to be said about you and your legacy when you're done with the game, when you're done with life. And that's all I was saying. It's like, oh, well, uh, Kobe, he had Shaq for three years. And we talking about skill. We're talking about teammates. We talking about when you watch the game of basketball, you watch them Kobe Bryant highlights, man, it ain't no way you don't put him beside Michael Jordan. So here's what I'll do for the sake of conversation. Let's start the criteria here. Mike, Kobe will now be out of the conversation. We'll start it with LeBron. We don't, even go, we don't even need to mention these two no more. They are that good when it comes to the blueprint of the game. Without stats and all that other <laughs> they out. Now, let's start with stats, you start with LeBron, everybody else can fall in, <laughs> in line. LeBron is the GOAT. But that's because we're not mentioning these other two niggas no more. They're not even in the conversation. Player 99, player 98. Cool. Now y'all can have y'all, you know, whoever he paying to say he the best, whoever, whatever the case may be. You like him, you like him. He the most biggest IQ guy. All that shit, cool. I, you won't hear nothing else come from me because I'm taking these two guys out of the conversation. Ain't They ain't in it no more for me. I don't know about anybody else because there's a long list of NBA players that say what I say and agree and feel the way I agree, because we played, we watched it, we seen it. Shaq played with Mike and played against Mike before he played with Kobe. Then he won with Kobe and was able to say, "Yeah, damn man, this dude really is that guy. Now he might have had some comments that said that LeBron was the GOAT at some point, because the GOAT of accomplishments does exist. So when you're the number one all-time scorer, you gotta throw some respect on that And I agree. But skill-wise, and to play the game-wise, and what we've seen, man, it's two guys that just I seen the toughest defense in the world on this dude. Kobe Bryant created moves because of this defense was that good. We ain't never seen that He was forced to do you could never do. I just want the respect to just be there. I don't think it needs to be any malice or anything like I'm trying to attack Stephen A. I just feel personal when, when my man is gone. I got to protect this. I got to protect it. And that's what I'm here for. I stand on business for real. For real. I ain't got to play. I ain't Kobe. I ain't none of that, but bro, I, this is my bro. That's all I was saying. This is my bro. But thank you for the 12 minutes of promo. My my ing's on fire. <laughs> I, I'm looking for an agent, manager, whoever wants to step up. Yeah, man, I do this shit for real. Carry on.
0: So you heard what Rashard had to say. Shout out to Rashard, Rashard. And I sent you a message on uh, we sent you a message on Instagram. I don't know if you saw. It. We're gonna send you another one. If you want to come on the show and talk about this stuff, we can definitely discuss it. I think it'll be something uh, very very interesting. Piss off some of these people. Uh, piss off some of these haters in the comment section if you've seen this show uh check your inbox because we we sent you something but we'll probably send it again anyway let me get into this uh let me get let me get into my thoughts first of all <clears throat> the only reason we're having this conversation is because of all of the disrespect that Kobe Bryant has been getting in the media over the last few years and all of the shills and cronies that are running around that's pretty much the reason why it has gotten to the point where we're we we, we we're so desensitized to the, the disrespect of Kobe that whenever someone stands up to defend his reputation, all of a sudden we have to have this big conversation about, oh, what what's well, well, what's going on with him? I don't understand. He's being emotional. And I'm like, uh, there are a lot of people that feel the way Rashad McCann does. The problem is Kobe Bryant, for whatever reason, didn't pay people on TV to go out there and, and say that he's the best. Oh, did I say that? I don't. I don't think I said that. Let's let's edit that out. And I, I didn't say that. Maybe Kobe thought maybe Kobe thought that was beneath him. You know, maybe maybe MJ needs to do that. Oh, maybe MJ thinks that's beneath him as well. He's like, I got a, I got a few billion, but I can't see myself trying to, you know, get people on TV to convince to go out there. And maybe that's maybe maybe that's not his style. Listen, um, <clears throat> y'all already know what I think about Kobe. And I'm not coming off of it. If you feel a type of way, you feel a type of way. That's your blood. You can go ahead and kick a rock. I don't give a, I don't give you no what. I think Kobe's one of the three greatest players of all time. Uh, and I'm willing to argue that with anybody. Quite literally. Now, I'm not going to go on some dusty podcast or whatever and go argue with you and go, you know, go twerk it up and dust it up with you guys. I'm not going to do that. But if we're going to have a sensible uh, argument with people that have sense, then yes, absolutely. I think Kobe Bryant's one of the three greatest players of all time. And I'm not coming off of it. I got Michael Jordan is the greatest ever. I got, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, number two. I got Kobe Bryant number three. And I got LeBron number four. Now, if you feel that's disrespectful, once again, there are plenty of buildings and rocks. You, you need to go ahead and go find a way to go kick them because I don't care. I won't be convinced otherwise. Even Gilbert Arenas on the show, I've asked him, Hey, Gil, who do you think is the better offensive player? He says, Kobe. Who do you think is the better defensive player? He says, Kobe. Who is more clutch? He says, Kobe. Even on the show, in this particular show, they ask him, who's the greatest player you've ever seen play basketball? He goes, Kobe. They go, who's the best? I don't know. I'm like, Gil, you was getting on me because I forgot my top five, but you don't even know who the goat is? In your opinion? Nah, we ain't going to do that, man. You know, we like twerking. They know who I'm talking about, them dudes that be in the comment section, running around, slapping each other with honey, rubbing it down their backs, twerking it all over the place, tossing ones at each other, knocking over drinks. Pushing people to the floor, gyrating all over the place, because they just can't help it. They know who the hell they are. And then the part that kills me is this. These jokers, that's what they are, jokers. They come to the commentary and told my man, you can't get LeBron James out of your mind. I'm like, how you know? Daddy, how you know? You always talk about LeBron. How do you know? How do you know this? That means you always watching me. Would you believe that somebody was doing a 48 hour live the other day? Somebody texted me, like, yo, man, they're going through the community section in the live. I'm like, what? I can't get these rock. Ra- I need some, somebody- yo, I need to throw a bottle of, of uh, uh, a can of raid at these dudes to get these cockroaches off of me. God damn. But hey, Rashad, shout out to you, man. I appreciate your opinion. We just having a great old time with it. And they're going to say living rent free meanwhile you're here now if you're enjoying this show be sure to follow us on facebook at dreamers pro official instagram at dreamers pro and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show now let's continue to the next segment let's go ahead and piss off some more people today why why not so as you guys know there have been a lot of questions circulating around the internet and amongst NBA fans asking a simple question. Why do some of these people say some of the stuff that they say? Why do some of these people, you know, it's funny. We put up a post on our community board on our channel. Just, uh, when did I put up this post? Yeah, I put up this post 16 hours ago and I wrote the following. I said, you can easily tell the people who say what they really think versus those who want to say what they think but are paid to say otherwise they always struggle to make sense laughing emoji right now some people got what i said other people didn't get what i said other people got offended at of what i said but th- the simple point i'm trying to make is this that <clears throat> there have been so many sports takes over the last few years that have been so outlandish that it makes one ask themselves the, the, the pertinent question what in the Lord's name would cause someone to say something like this? I'll give you guys some example. Nick Wright. <clears throat> Nick Wright in 2015 or was it 16 or whatever 17, I believe, makes his debut on e- on uh what is it, undisputed when Shannon Sharp was there. He comes on there with Chris Carter. They're talking about LeBron and Jordan, of course. and Nick Wright then goes out there and says, LeBron James already passed Michael. He would need a time machine to go back and pass in the past to pass Michael Jordan because when he passed him in 2016. And the entire set was like, uh, what? To this day, that is the most viewed video of Nick Wright on the Internet. It has about four plus million views. Nick Wright trolled his way into sports media by saying that. Shannon Sharp is another one. Shannon Sharp can give great takes up until the point he starts talking about Michael Jordan. Shannon Sharp will start saying, Michael, LeBron, the Golden. And a lot of us was sitting there talking about, like, Yo, bro, what are you talking about? 2011, you were saying Michael Jordan is next to Jesus and guy and Kobe and all of them. Now, all of a sudden, Kobe number nine and all of them. Like, and the question a lot of us were asking was, how did Le- Kobe drop so far down all of this stuff? But meanwhile, uh, these guys are retired. What had happened? was what, the new information that came out? A lot of people started questioning that. You got Kendrick Perkins coming out there saying some, 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 some ridiculous. And so many people like this. And it's causing a lot of us to say, are these guys being influenced to say certain things? Now, whenever I say something like this, oh, you don't know nobody. You in the outside looking in. You don't know nobody. So what happened? Yesterday, they were having a heated discussion on Gil's Arena. Uh, and Rashard McCant was actually responding to the comments that Stephen A. Smith made. And during his monologue, he said something quite interesting about people or suggesting that LeBron and his camp pay certain people in media to go out there and say that he's better than Jordan. So what we want to do is want to quickly play what Rashard McCann had to say about this thing. And then we're going to come back and continue on the show. Take a listen to what he had to say here.
1: Let's start the criteria here. Mike Kobe will now be out of the conversation. We'll start it with LeBron. We don't, even go, we don't even need to mention these two no more. They are that good when it comes to the blueprint of the game. Without stats and all that other shit, they out. Now, let's start with stats, you start with LeBron, everybody else can fall in line. LeBron is the GOAT. But that's because we're not mentioning these other two niggas no more. They're not even in the conversation. Player 99, player 98. Cool. Now y'all can have y'all you know, whoever he paying to say he the best, whoever, whatever the case may be. You like him, you like him. He the most biggest IQ guy, all that's cool. I, you won't hear nothing else come from me. Because I'm taking these two guys out of the conversation. Ain't They ain't in it no more, for me. I don't know about anybody else. Because there's a long list of NBA players that say what I say and agree and feel the way I agree. Because we played,
2: we watched it. But the question is this. When does reality kick in when we're having debates, right? um before Michael Jordan, there was someone on top, right? whoever that was, they got pushed the f- out um if Kobe's number two before he was number two, who was number two? right? Mm-hmm. They had to get put in. he had to move somebody out so it ain't it ain't f- on anyone's name because you don't mention them anymore or they move like. Like Kobe was the next Jordan, right? He was the next Jordan. He was compared. There was times where he said, "I'm one A, he's one B," right? The reason he's not in the goat debate anymore is because they have LeBron as the definite two, right? So there's no if if they move Kobe to three in the debate, there's no point of even having that that conversation because he can't collect stats anymore. So his stats ain't collectible anymore. So whatever his stats are, whatever his resume is, it's stopped. Michael. So if someone caught him, that's who gets put into the goat bait, just like when Kobe, whoever, whoever was in front of Kobe and he, he caught him, they don't talk about three. So Michael would
1: have been pushed out there, correct? If someone caught him. No, 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 because Kobe caught him and passed him. So he would have been I mean, pushed what, out.
2: What year did anybody say Kobe was number one?
1: I am not, I'm not saying, I'm saying by your match what you just said. I just said that. You said when Michael came in, he had to push somebody out. Mm-hmm. Then here come Kobe. So who would get pushed out if Kobe comes in? Num- Michael. Number two. That means... Who was no, no. Who was no was number I, two? No, 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 I'm not saying number two. If Kobe comes in as number two... How did he and then come there, in, he came in the league as number 2? No, man, I'm just saying in so, the conversation. Okay, but what I'm saying states- is
2: think about what I'm saying. If Michael Jordan is in the 90s number 1, who's number 2 in the 90s of all time? Doesn't it matter. It does. I'm saying what you just said. Uh, it does. So listen to what I'm saying. Who's number if this is Jordan, who's number 2? Cuz Kobe ain't in the league yet when Jordan's number 1. So who's number 2? That means whatever Kobe is was did, number 2. Okay, so if you don't Kareem, even know so if you don't Kareem, even know who number two will
1: whatever, Magic, whatever. They all got pushed out, right? They got pushed out by Kobe. No, they got pushed out by Mike.
2: No, Mike was already, he was number Who one Who was number 89. one before Mike? They didn't have one. They didn't have a GOAT. They didn't have a GOAT yet. goat The first GOAT so in the league. So Will Holy Chamberlain wasn't. They, did they didn't have. Bill a goat. Russell wasn't. They it? didn't have no GOAT. Nobody. Kareem
1: wasn't, because Kareem led the league in all-time points. They didn't have a GOAT. They didn't why have you, a GOAT. Why you think Kareem but was But that Michael? ain't what Isaiah Thomas said. So what you're saying don't have no merit, because right. Isaiah Thomas said, Captain, when he walked in the room, we bow. Who? Isaiah Thomas said it. That's one person. It don't matter about one person. He said, we all came down, that's Cap. That's Cap when he came in, that's Big Cap. So when Big Cap stopped, it come in Magic and Bird, they didn't get the same kind of bravado, but then Mike comes in. Mike okay. gets the bravado. Okay. Here comes Kobe. Now so you, just said, you just so, said you so just said that if Jordan's in front, Cap is second. But you said right. the collectible stats because LeBron is still collecting stats. Mike's not collecting stats no more. So how is it that you say, okay, because Kobe's not collecting stats no more, we can push him out because here's LeBron, but Mike ain't been collecting stats but- since. 2002 and who passed him in- Kobe Bryant passed him when when what do you mean when when he passed it Michael Jordan in the scoring list do you
2: follow all basketball yeah so the score okay list. so what are you scoring, talking about he the, passed him in the scoring list that didn't put him in front of Michael Jordan of
1: all time oh my gosh so how does it Michael Jordan so how
2: does the- how does LeBron James get in front of Kobe Bryant all time because his metrics said he was a better player so far excuse me you're talking stats How you just said we're not talking stats so you heard what Rashad mccann had to
1: say
0: what are my thoughts my thoughts are simply this <clears throat> i think that there are people in media that are being influenced to say certain things um however we don't have any concrete proof that's it now <clears throat> Do I need 100 percent proof uh, to 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 um to know this? Uh, no. It, 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 you can you can tell, because these guys always these guys always have difficulties making sense. I think that what happens is these guys defend these narratives so much to the point where it becomes obvious that they're being influenced. I remember there was an episode on Undisputed when uh oh Lord, what's her name? I think Joy Taylor and Steven Jackson were there and they were like, they heard that Shannon gets paid to say LeBron is a goat. And Skip was like, wait, what? Really? Skip was sk- Skip didn't know. And it was like, and then she was Steven Jackson was like, Yeah, I heard that too. That's what they said. Go pull up the video anywhere where they said Dreamers Pro got paid to say anything about anybody in terms of saying my I always felt the way I felt. It happens. You know, it happens. Uh people are desperate. You know, people are there are people out there that are truly, truly desperate uh, and they're going to go to any length to convince you guys. <clears throat> I think the sad part is some of these fans believing that what these guys are saying, they actually believe that's the sad part. If you want to get <clears throat> if you want to get the 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 the, the rawest, realist opinions, in my personal view, I think the only place that these views are housed is in independent media. And I'm not talking about independent media by these guys that are former NBA players. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about independent creators that have no skin in the game, that have no connect. These guys are going to say what they think because they don't have anybody to protect. They don't know these people so they can just speak freely. If you really want to know what people think, go to independent media. I'm not talking about these established guys. From, I'm talking about independent. They'll tell you because they don't have anything connected to these people. Those are the only... Uh, a constituency left out there saying the truth and that's why they're so important this is why they're so important these are the only guys telling you the truth most of these guys are not they're not going to it's a game they're all playing it at your expense you're boo-boo the fool now if you're enjoying this show be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official Instagram at Dreamers Pro and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show now let's continue to the next segment They had this, this man. It was total chaos yesterday on Gills Arena. What set it off was <clears throat> Rashard McCant responding to the comments that Stephen A. Smith made on his show over the comments that Allen Iverson made in terms of having Kobe Bryant and um, what is it, Kobe Bryant and, and and Michael Jordan as one and two. And they were arguing, OK, why do the players say this? But fans say this and media say this. Uh, it's very, let me just explain to you why players say one thing, fans and media say something else. <clears throat> it is very simple. The players think for themselves. They have purse, they have real experience. That's why they always have a different view. So we've explained the players. Why do the fans and the media say something else? Well, most fans are sheep. Sorry to say it. Most guy, most most fans are sheep. They're not gonna do research. They're very lazy. This is the prototypical fan. And then what happens is they rely on people in media, especially people on television, because for whatever reason, whenever you see people sitting on TV with a suit and tie, we always believe that they're telling us the truth. So media people then have their own personal agendas that they go out there and promote. And then fans who are lazy don't do research, they then latch on to those opinions and their opinions become those of. The media. That's how it works, folks. And then what happens is you have people following famous people around, and whenever they say things, they believe them and they rarely sit down to think for themselves. Is this making sense? A lot of people struggle with what I call sheep syndrome. I just made it up. I don't know if it's a thing, but I just made it up. What is sheep syndrome? Sheep syndrome, in my personal view, is when you're so beholden. To the concept of being a follower that even if somebody who's famous say something that you disagree with inherently you still cannot make it make sense to you because your sheep syndrome won't allow you for you to have your own individual thoughts so someone that's famous will say something you know it doesn't make sense but you can't help yourself but be, to, to be a sheep So you still follow anyway and drink the Kool-Aid and then run around in comment sections twerking it up and we can see straight through you dudes. You dudes are transparent. Inside you're crying because you can't even help yourself but being to be a sheep. This is what's happening here. That explains the dichotomy between NBA players having their own views and media and fans. That's all, folks. Most fans don't even have opinions. Their opinions are what other people said. That's their whole view on sports and then you have independent media people like myself and others who have our own views and we're trying to wake people up out of this hypnosis that they seem to be this sleepwalking that they're going through so what happened they're having this heated discussion and during this heated debate it was them basically arguing about why lebron should be ahead of kobe versus why Kobe should be ahead of LeBron. And it turned into an absolute melee, not literally. I mean, Rashad McCann was going, Gilbert Arenas was going, Kenya Martin was going, and it was absolute fireworks and great content. So what we want to do is want to play, uh, play it in its entirety. It's a bit long, but I think uh, you guys should listen to all of it because all of it is, is pertinent to this show uh, and, and, and ties into everything here. So what we want to do is want to play this full exchange for you guys, sit back, get your popcorn, listen to it, and we'll come back and continue on with the show. Take a listen to that. But
2: the question is this. When does reality kick in when we're having debates? Right, um, before Michael Jordan, there was someone on top, right? Whoever that was, they got pushed the f- out. Um, if Kobe's number two, before he was number two, who was number two? Right? Mm-hmm. They had to get put in. He had to move somebody out. So it ain't it ain't on anyone's name because you don't mention them anymore or they move like. Like Kobe was the next Jordan, right? He was the next Jordan, he was compared. There was times where he said, I'm 1A, he's 1B, right? Um, the reason he's not in the goat debate anymore is because they have LeBron as the definite two, right? So there's no, if, if they move Kobe to three in the debate, there's no point of even having that, that conversation because he can't collect stats anymore. So his stats ain't collectible anymore. So whatever his stats are, whatever his resume is, it's stopped. Michael. So if someone caught him, that's who gets put into the goat bait, just like when Kobe, whoever, whoever was in front of Kobe and he, he caught him, they don't talk about three. So Michael would have been pushed out there,
1: correct? If someone caught him? No, 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 because Kobe caught him and passed him. So he would have been I mean, pushed what, out.
2: What year did anybody say Kobe was number one?
1: I am not. I'm not saying. I'm saying by your metric, what you just said. I just said that. You said when Michael came in, he had to push somebody out. Mm-hmm. Then here come Kobe. So who would get pushed out if Kobe comes in? Num- Michael. Number two. That means. Who was no, no. no. Who was number two. I, no, no, no. I'm not saying number two. If Kobe comes in as number two.
2: How did he and then come in, there, he came in the league as number 2? No, man, I'm just saying in so, the conversation. Okay, but what I'm saying states- is think about what I'm saying. If Michael Jordan is in the 90s number 1, who's number 2 in the 90s of all time? Does it matter?
1: It does. I'm saying what you just said.
2: Uh, it does. So listen to what I'm saying. Who's number If this is Jordan, who's number 2? Cuz Kobe ain't in the league yet when Jordan's number 1. So who's number 2? That means whatever Kobe who was did Who's number 2. Okay, so if you
1: don't Kareem, even know so if you don't Kareem, even know who number two will whatever, Magic, what? They all got pushed out, right? They got pushed out by Kobe. No, they got pushed out by Mike.
2: No, Mike was already—he was number Who one. Who was number in one before Mike? They didn't have one. They didn't have a goat. They didn't have a goat yet. Goat—the first goat. So in the Will Holy Chamberlain wasn't. They didn't. They
1: didn't have. Bill a goat. Russell wasn't. They it. didn't have no goat. Nobody. Kareem wasn't, because Kareem led the league in all-time points. They didn't have a goat. They didn't why have you, a goat. Why you think Kareem? But was that married? ain't what Isaiah Thomas said. So what you are saying don't have no merit, because right. Isaiah Thomas said, "Captain, when he walked in the room, we bow." Who? Isaiah Thomas said it. That's one person. It don't matter about one person. He said, we all came down, that's Cap. That's Cap when he came in, that's Big Cap. So when Big Cap stopped, it come in Magic and Bird, they didn't get the same kind of bravado, but then Mike comes in. Mike okay. gets the bravado. Okay. Here comes Kobe. Now so you, just said, you just so, said you so just said that if Jordan's in front, cap is second. But you said right. the collectible stats because LeBron is still collecting stats. Mike's not collecting stats no more. So mm-hmm. how is it that you say, okay, because Kobe's not collecting stats no more, we can push him out because here's LeBron, but Mike ain't been collecting stats okay. since in 2002 and who passed him in- kobe bryant passed him when when what do you mean when when he passed
2: it michael jordan in the scoring list do you oh, follow so. basketball yeah so the scoring okay. list. okay so what are you scoring, talking about he the, passed him in the scoring list that didn't put him in front of michael jordan of all
1: time oh my gosh so how does it so michael
2: jordan so how of- does how does lebron james get in front of kobe bryant all time because his metrics said he was a better player so far. Excuse me, Are you career. talking stats? How you just said we're not how talking long? stats. You just Wait, said there. we're not how talking long? stats. Gilbert. How long was my? How long was? How long was LeBron the number two? Here we go. 2015, 14. Right, they done had him in there. What? 2014, 15 as the second best. Mm-mm. Right. Never. Right now it's 50-50 on who's number one. Never. That, that, that's the problem. No, it's right not. now, when you hit LeBron James, who is the number one player ever? It's a 50-50 thing. Let me just a, smoke 60, this conversation. 60-40. So Good. that means whoever's third, don't
1: there's no point of the only way LeBron can, James can be mentioned in this conversation is with stats. Period. So if you don't bring LeBron James stats into play, no NBA player is considering him and his body of work a skill set and idiot close to Michael Jordan Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant because the skill sets are different. Now, you talk about stats, that's when you got to bring LeBron in because of the stats. But
3: players don't do that. Skill set? What do you mean skill set? How he looked playing the game? Because the question that you asked was, why do the players look at Kobe different than the media? Yeah. Right? Media and fans. Media and fans. When it comes to certain things and certain pairs, people have memory like an elephant, right? With no controversy on Kobe's book, He'll still be in the conversation. People try to use that when they're having a debate. Unfortunately, yes. Right? If we call calling spade spade, not us, oh, okay. not players, mm-hmm. media and fans yep. is what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So the question that he asked was, so I'm just answering the question okay. that you asked, and they can continue the debate. I'm enjoying it, but I think it's that 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 people try to put into the narrative of it when it comes to certain conversations Mm -hmm. behind closed doors, right? They're not going to mention it to the masses, but behind closed doors when we're having these conversations. But what about... Mm hmm And then it's like the room gets silent. Because it's moving the goalposts. So now... so, So, but for us, for me, Kobe has never been out of the best basketball player of all time debate. Never, mm. cause I played against the I had Garden, mm. badass man, <laughs> the ball in his hand, mm-hmm. competitive as they come, five rings, all of it. Can't talk about because he had Shaq, nothing no, off. He got five rings, man, and he is who he is. Mm-hmm. Ar- through, through our generation of playing, my 15 years of playing basketball. Kobe Bryant was the best basketball player in the National Basketball Association. Mm-hmm. Without question. Damn, man. Right? So, so for high me.
1: Five. High five. Hot five, Kenyon Goddamn. Right,
3: for me, it's, he always has been here. Right? I look at him, and so there's always going to be a debate. Everything is subjective to everybody's opinion, mm-hmm. everybody has an opinion about it. So respect everybody's opinion about it. That's all I'm like, because so, it's where do you rank them? I don't rank. I don't, I don't have, okay. I don't care to be honest with you. Gil. Okay.
0: okay. But the, the, the I look at it in generations, bro. So you heard what these gentlemen had to say. Listen, it was, it was total chaos, but it was chaos in a good way. It was, it was absolutely fun. What I like about it is I think what makes the panel of Gil's arena work is simply this. <sighs> Is different from television. In television, what you would have is a bunch of people sitting up there twerking it up all over the place for LeBron James. In the case of Gil's arena Shannon, uh, uh uh Gilbert Arenas, is the one basically in most cases twerking it up uh, for LeBron. He know it. He know, he know it. I ain't lying. He know it. I ain't lying. He know it. Right. I ain't lying. He know it. Uh, so he be supporting LeBron. But what makes it good is that you have people like Rashard mccantt who vehemently disagree with him. You have a counterbalance. Two different opposing views. You ain't got two people sitting up there twerking it up all over the place. Two people with two different views. Then you got a Kenyon Martin who can go either way with his views. Some cases I've heard him agree with Gilbert Arenas, 100%. Other cases I've heard him agree with Rochelle McCann. In other cases, I've heard him disagree with both of them. And I think that's what made it a good show. You have different views. Not like like on TV where everybody gets to pay. Okay, you're going to go out to say this. You're going to say this. You're going to say this. You're going to say this. All right, let's go outside and act like we got into. Let's act like as if we're all thinking for ourselves when we know we're not. So to me, I think that's what made the show great. Great show. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that segment from beginning to end. And one quick thing I want to say. They put up a poll during the live chat. And. At the beginning of the poll most people were saying richard and uh, Kenyon were right but then the people that came in later they did not hear those original points voted for Gil's, uh, gilbert arenas but those guys were right now if you're enjoying this show be sure to follow us on facebook at dreamers pro official instagram at dreamers pro and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show now let's continue to the next segment Uh, yesterday they had this heated debate. Uh, yesterday it all depends on when you're seeing this show, but they yesterday today on the tenth of January they had a heated debate on uh, Gil's Arena about uh, what is it? Um, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and all of that, right? And during the the conversation at the beginning of it, I want you guys to follow this. People that people that people that struggle with logic are, are going to follow. People that struggle with logic are already confused. I want you guys to follow this logically so it makes perfect sense to you. They asked the panel the following question. They said, before we play it for you. Okay. Why is it that players, NBA players, always view Kobe in a different light than NBA fans and media? That was the question, that, that was the first question that was posed. And Gilbert Arenas answered first. So what we want to do is want to play what Gilbert Arenas said as his response to that original question. Take a listen to what Gilbert Arenas had to say here.
2: So go debate this objective. People have their pick. There isn't anything that will change a lot of people's minds, uh, whether it's MJ, LeBron, Kobe, even Kareem. But Gil, why do players have so much more respect for Kobe and his contribution to the game than fans or media do? Players are in the lion's cage with the lions, right? Uh, media watches, right? Um, so, you know, when you have to guard someone, you know, 43, 48 minutes, day in and day out, you, you, you know who's who. You know who's a killer, right? Your stats don't mean anything. You know, it's not like you take in consideration double teams and triple teams, right? Um... You don't, none of that factors in. It doesn't factor in how high a guy can jump, how fast he is, you know, what type of engine he has, what is he working with, how is he starting this race. Media don't, they don't factor any of that in because if they haven't played, they wouldn't know, you know, that this guy has a, you know, if we're running a 100 yard race, he already at the 60 yard line when we start because You know, he got this engine. So for this guy to even get close, uh, for for this guy to even lose by 10 yards in a sense is that is the win for us because he had a sick the one guy had a 60-yard head start. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's what we see as players. Right? That's why when you when you talk about, when you hear players talk about other players, that's what's respected, not what the media. We we really don't care because y'all are just looking at stats. Y'all don't have no feel for it. Y'all don't understand it. Y'all don't... Y'all never sat in front of that guy and mm. see how hard it is to guard. <laughs> hmm
0: So you heard what he had to say. Let me reiterate his point so people don't get confused here. Gilbert Arena's response was simply this. Players, we evaluate other players differently than fans and media. <laughs> Stats don't matter to us. What we evaluate is, you know, our, from our experience and all of those different things, we don't view it through the prism of stats. Now, Rashard McCann also said that the only way we are having this conversation about LeBron being better than Kobe or LeBron being better than Mike is by using stats. He was responding to Gilbert Arenas, then turning around, and then what? Trying to use stats, something he said that players don't do use to evaluate other players. So for those of you who didn't hear that, I want you guys to now try to listen to him use stats. The same Gilbert Arenas that doesn't use stats, I want you guys to listen to him here say, or here trying to make an argument to defend LeBron against the greatness of Jordan by using stats. Take a listen to Gilbert Arenas here.
2: But the question is this.
0: When does reality kick in
2: when we're having debates, right? Um, before Michael Jordan, there was someone on top, right? Whoever that was, they got pushed the f- out. Um, if Kobe's number two, before he was number two, who was number two, right? Mm-hmm. They had to get put in. He had to move somebody out. So it ain't getting it ain't on anyone's name because you don't mention them anymore or they move like, like Kobe was the next Jordan, right? He was the next Jordan, he was compared. There was times where he said, I'm 1A, he's 1B, right? Um, the reason he's not in the goat debate anymore is because they have LeBron as the definite two, right? So there's no, if, if they move Kobe to three in the debate, there's no point of even having that, that conversation because he can't collect stats anymore. So his stats ain't collectible anymore. So whatever his stats are, whatever his resume is, it's stopped. Michael. So if someone caught him, that's who gets put into the goat bait, just like when Kobe, whoever, whoever was in front of Kobe and he, he caught him, they don't talk about three. So Michael would have been pushed out there, correct?
1: If someone caught him. No, 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 because Kobe caught him and passed him. So he would have been I mean, pushed what, out.
2: What year did anybody say Kobe was number one?
1: I am not. I'm not saying. I'm saying by your metric, what you just said. I just said that. You said when Michael came in, he had to push somebody out. Mm-hmm. Then here comes Kobe. So who would get pushed out if Kobe comes in? Num- Michael. Number two. That means. Who was no, 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 who was number two? I, no, no, no. I'm not saying number two. If Kobe comes in as number two. How did and he then come in, there, he came in the league as
2: number two. No man, I'm just saying in so, the conversation. Okay, but what I'm saying states- is, think about what I'm saying. If Michael Jordan is in the '90s number one, who's number two in the '90s of all time? How does it matter? It does. I'm saying what you just said. I, it does. So listen to what I'm saying. Who's number? If this is Jordan, who's number two? Because Kobe ain't in the league yet when Jordan's number one. So who's number two? That means whatever Kobe Who was did. Number two? Okay, so if you don't Kareem, even know, so if you don't Kareem, Wilt, whatever, Magic,
1: whatever, They all got pushed out, right? They got pushed out by Kobe. No, they got pushed out by Mike.
2: No, Mike was already—he was number who one. Who was number one before Mike? They didn't have one. They didn't have a goat. They didn't have a goat yet. Goat—the first goat in so the league. So Will Holy Chamberlain wasn't—they didn't—they didn't have Bill a goat. Russell wasn't—they didn't
1: have no goat. Nobody. Kareem wasn't because Kareem led the league in all-time points. They didn't have a goat. They didn't Why have a did? goat. Why you think Kareem? But was that back? ain't what Isaiah Thomas said. So what you're saying don't have no merit because Isaiah Thomas said, Captain, when he walked in the room, we bow. Who? Isaiah Thomas said it. That's one person. It don't bow about one person. He said, we all came down, that's Cap. That's Cap when he came in, that's Big Cap. So when Big Cap stopped, it come in magic and bird, they didn't get the same kind of bravado, but then Mike comes in. Mike okay. gets the bravado. Okay. Here comes Kobe. Now, so you just said you just so, said so that... said if Jordan's in front, cap is second. But you said right. the collectible stats, because LeBron is still collecting stats, Mike's not collecting stats no more. So how is it that you say, okay, because Kobe's not collecting stats no more, we can push him out because here's LeBron, but Mike ain't been collecting stats what? since... 2002 and who passed him in- Kobe Bryant passed him when when what do you mean when when he passed it Michael Jordan in the scoring
2: list do you follow oh, so. basketball yeah so the score okay list. so what are you scoring, talking about he the, passed him in the scoring list that didn't put him in front of Michael Jordan of all
1: time oh my gosh so
2: how does it so Michael Jordan so how does of- how does LeBron
1: James get in front of Kobe Bryant all time
2: because his metric said he was a better player
0: so far. Excuse me? His you career. talking stats? How you just said we're not talking stats. You just wait, said no, wait. we're not How talking long? stats, Gil. So you heard the exchange. Here's what I think. Gilbert's going to do a live, but Gil, you know I got to keep it real. You know I got to keep it real. We just talking ball. We got to keep it funky. But I got to keep it real. I think Gil had a slip up right there. I think Gil had a slip up. Here's what I really, really think. This is what I think. I could be wrong, but this is what I think. I think that if you ask Gilbert Arenas to say who are the three greatest basketball players of all time he's going to say the following Uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James if you ask Gilbert Arenas off that show in person can you please rank those three players in order Gilbert Arenas is going to say the following Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James that is exactly what Gilbert Arenas is going to say period I can almost assure you that's what he's going to say. Do you know why I am saying that? For a few reasons. Number one, Gilbert Arenas went on that show and said the following when they asked him, "Who's the who's the best? Who's the, what basketball? Who's the greatest? Who is the what player have you? What's the best basketball player you ever seen play basketball?" That was the question. Gilbert Arenas, with his own tulips, said, "Kobe Bryant." Now, <clears throat> I get roasted because they were talking about all I watch is Jordan highlights. Uh... Let Let me put a sheep in the back. I was born in 1987. If you expected me to start watching basketball when I was two years old, then you're an idiot. I didn't watch Michael Jordan play. In 97, I was 10 years old. I just started following the NBA, what, in 1999. I came back from Sierra Leone as a kid. When I was about 96, 97, I was in Sierra Leone because my mom's from West Africa, born in the States, but I went there for some years. So how else could I see Michael Jordan play? So you saying that, what does that make you sound like an idiot? I watched Jordan highlights and game footage of the highlights. Uh, let me ask you a question. How else would you watch other players that you weren't old enough to watch? Y'all are idiots. These guys that say, y'all are super fools. Did you watch, were you old enough to watch Bill Russell play? No, I wasn't. Uh, He got me. How come he got you? Because I can't reason properly. Are you watching? Uh, Sheep syndrome, man. We need to get you guys some hay or some grass or something. I don't know what to say to you guys. But anyway, if you ask Gilbert Arenas, I think he would say those three players. Now, let me get back to the point. The question then, oh yeah, so they asked him, they said, Who's the greatest basketball player you've ever seen? He says Kobe. Then they asked him, who's the GOAT? Now, I was getting roasted for forgetting my top five, but Gilbert Arenas doesn't seem to know his who the GOAT is. What? I've heard Gilbert Arenas say Michael Jordan's the GOAT. I've heard him say LeBron is the GOAT. I've heard him say Kobe Bryant is the GOAT. So, which one is it? Which one is it? Here's what I think. And I could be wrong, Gil. You could correct me. You can do a live and let me know. But what I think is this. I think Gil... uh. I think Gil thinks Michael Jordan is the greatest player ever. I think that he thinks Kobe's number two, but he has to say LeBron is number, number, what is it, number uh two because he wants to cater to younger guys. Because y'all burst into tears in the comment section if somebody doesn't say that. That's why. I think he's trying to save you guys from your emotions. I don't believe that. I don't believe he believes that at all. I don't believe it. I don't. I've asked him myself. Who's the better offensive player? He says, Kobe. Who's the better defensive player? He says, Kobe. Who's more clutch? He says, Kobe. Who's better? He can't give me an answer. He knows that. He knows that. He's like, what are we going to go by the eye test? Well, how else are we going to evaluate players? How else can you if you're not using your eyeballs? But who look better? You're watching him play. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're playing against somebody. How are you evaluating? Man, this guy is really good. What is stats? Read them out to me. Man, he's amazing. Come on, stop. Stop, 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 stop. Of course you're using your eyes. What are you talking about? So to me, listen, I think that was a major slip up. I think Gil thinks this. He thinks Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. He thinks Kobe's the second greatest and he thinks LeBron is. And the only way he can use LeBron is to use stats. The very thing he said he would not use. Right here in this video. And Rashard makes the point. That's the only way you can do it. Now, to me, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Jordan's the greatest ever. Period. I was watching Jordan. It's yo. I'm beginning to wonder, like, what y'all be on when y'all be saying these things? I'm one of the few people out there with the balls to say, I don't think this debate is even close. I think that the only reason they have this debate is to have something to talk about. That is all. You could have a kangaroo that can play basketball very good, and they'll be saying they'll be comparing that kangaroo to Michael. It's just because they need something to talk about, and LeBron is playing. I can assure you of that. It's not close. I don't see it. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. it. You can say it's two. I think it's two. Then if it's two, it ain't a close two. Like 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 cut it out. Like yo, Jordan is all like he's way better. And to get Gil again with his, he tried to use stats again. Gil also said that we were already considering Michael Jordan. To me, he said on the show, we were already considering, I think on another show, he said, we were already considering Michael Jordan the greatest player ever after 18,000 points. That's what they were saying. They were already considering him the best ever After he scored 18,000 points, so then how all of a sudden now it became about stats when you yourself said it's not about stats. But just to keep LeBron fans from from, from, from boo-booing in their diapers, you got to bring up stats. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.